When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Joy and double joy! We talking about Twitter. Ripple joy! Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quad root boy. Oh my god! They killed Kitty! You bastard! We mock ourselves. Three out of four social media posts from Steeler Nation are quote unquote negative. <laughs> Or critical. These are according to the the social scientists at bookie.com. <laughs> Fourth worst fan base in the NFL uh, based on social media negativity. You know, and we, we look at some of the things that get spewed over social media and mm-hmm. it makes us say, what Jin's talking about? <laughs> we are back. The conversation mm-hmm. about the conversation and the conversation is the Steelers. <laughs> I am Kyle Kreis. Here with me is Greg Benevent. Hello. And we said all be from from maybe from draft day to now maybe mm-hmm. even before maybe from the dawn of time mm. until now we said you know can't judge anybody on the first week of practice can't judge anybody <laughs> on the first week pads no shorts no mm-hmm. you know can't judge mm-hmm. can't judge can't judge can't judge can't judge <laughs> can't judge well let's get to the tweets <laughs> 
Let's start with at Mark Kabali. Mark Kabali. Oh, it's Insiders Week. I'll tell you. Mark Kabali, Steelers camp. Kenny Pickett's running for his life, and it's not going well so far. This is the headline in The Athletic. Mm -hmm. He's running for his life. This is uh, this is like Run Kenny Run, the uh, the new newest (laughs) film from uh, from Eastern Europe. Well, I mean, a couple things that jump out is one, of course, the words uh, so far, which (laughs) are doing the heaviest of the lifting, and also. Kenny Pickett's running for his life. Well, yeah, because like Joe Hegg is blocking TJ Watt and Watt seems like really into this whole training camp thing. He's uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's first. He's not even on the field for the first half. So right. I don't know how you can use it running for his life. Where Where is he? He's uh, he's holding he's holding kicks for uh, for it's not even Boswell. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. The camp leg, which is as much of the name of the man's name as you get. So, you know, don't want to panic, but Kenny Pickett's running for Kenny Pickett, uh, you know, not even on the field, but running for his life. Don't hey, but don't panic. Don't panic. Right. Like, look, like, uh, like at Tommy Jaggy. Right. We don't need to panic yet. Right. But Kenny Pickett had a pretty much worst case start to Steelers training camp. Looks like a distant QB three right now. Arm accuracy, decision making, all looks spotty. He needs to make some huge strides. Where's the Where's the tape on? Where's all this tape on Kenny? Where is this? I I, I will say I I do think I, I wish that more that pretty much every Steelers fan tweet should start with we don't need to panic <laughs> yet. But I mean I, all of them. You can do that all seventeen weeks uh, because two things. One that might help give you some level of perspective and two that would take up some of the characters you use so that way you don't have as much room to say other things you can't say bad crap right, if you, right. you start with exactly that brings you back to old school twitter maybe you only have like 151 characters then like the way we used to when we were kids but um but i mean it's obviously the worst case start to steelers training camp is kenny getting hurt which did not happen it um so yeah i mean it's he looks like a distant qb3 right now okay that was also figured into the plan. That was why we brought in all these guys, right? That was that was the plan. We're 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 sticking to the plan. We're fo- right. just follow the plan, right? And it's and the plan, right? Because because the, the thing about see what how it makes something is a good plan is that it allows for multiple outcomes. It doesn't depend on one lottery shot after lottery shot. We're we're it, yeah. Tomlin's like stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. Steeler Nation is like Leroy Jenkins. Let's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's go to at Steelers Convo. Steelers okay. Convo. Listen, I do. Listen, I. What is this? Do listen, I? Oh, do I? Listen, do I? <laughs> I was like, it, it, could, here, content. <laughs> you have to be word perfect on this tweet, Kyle. You really do. Listen, do I hate Kenny Pickett and think he's a bust? Absolutely not. But do I think he's regressed and needs to put in extra work? Regressed from what? Playing in the ACC? What? <laughs> I, was, I was at a bar the other day and the ACC title game was on. And I thought, oh, Kenny looks pretty good there. <laughs> and uh, he needs to put in extra work it's, uh, beyond the level of what he's already doing. We don't know. that. What if he's doing a whole bunch of work? And this is why that's what's happening. We don't know what level of work he's putting. He's regressed. He, he's Yes, and somehow he doesn't look quite as good as he did at like 
Nick training camp or in the ACC. You know, he's, he's out regressed. there. You know, in the in the big question. Why did he pick him up? Put him back? Why why can't Kenny <laughs> pick him up and put him down yet? It's only been four days of practice. And one and, well, one or four days in pads or something. Which yeah. is even because you think he'd be good at picking him up and putting him down since he's been practicing running for his life. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, uh, okay, okay. Hold on, because there's we, there's lot there's lots there's lots to get to. Oh, there's geez. so much to get to. Oh, no. We'll go to, uh, let's go over to our, the so-called fan here at JRound32, Josh Roundtree. Mike Tomlin gave Josh Dobbs the fourth string QB on the roster last year, some opportunities and seven shots. But in the first two days, he hasn't give Pickett any. I don't get it. Yeah, you know those, that that for those first few days, Pickett didn't even see the field, and it was and you know it was Adam Baum from the Garbage Pail Kids, mind blown over there. Um, uh, you know, wow. you know, no, no patience, no patience. Uh, but we this is. I mean, there's a lot of we're trying to get snaps to quarterbacks here. So, yeah, Kenny yeah. doesn't get the snaps at first. Uh, you know, is it, are we overreacting? But he's had a lot of snaps since then. I mean, he has is, he has uh, there's been days where he has had more snaps than Rudolph that which which, you yeah. know, I mean, so that I mean, I, I through the first. Yeah. So, I mean, at, at the beginning, sure, he wasn't getting the snaps, but also he was the guy with the least amount of experience. So, uh, you know, I, I, I sure it seems like we're giving him, you know, more and more as things go on since he's a rookie. <laughs> well, people were anointing him. I don't want to, you know, I, I, I know there are some, you know, there are some people uh, in behind the steel curtain, Jeff, that want Kenny week one snap one. But uh, how about. At Adam Crowley, Adam Crowley, if Kenny Pickett can't beat out Mason Rudolph, that's a major red flag. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, you know, if Kenny continues not to take any uh, first or maybe just takes a few second team snaps, uh, is that a big deal? Is that a, is that a bust already? Or we, you know, are we grading Kenny uh, and, and that draft pick on August? Football? Yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, it seems like that. That's a lot for me to give up on somebody. But I mean, it's it's. It, I, I guess I'm supposed to be concerned at that point. But I mean, I would imagine if that were the case, if Kenny can't beat out Mason, um, and also, it, it, you know, this this feels weird to say can't beat out before any of these games. I mean, it feels right. like the, you know, seeing someone playing against someone that's not also wearing a Steelers jersey might have something to do with this. But also. I guess my major problem with what Crowley said is this. It completely precludes the idea that, like, hey, maybe Mason did improve. Right, right. Like, it well, makes that so that's completely impossible. Like, Well, you know, we'll get to, we'll get to Mason because, oh, you know, boy. there's a lot of talk about that, right? Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, people are already throwing up major red flags with Kenny. Uh, you know, I mean... Where, you know, was Adam there with uh, with Handgate when we were talking double gloves? <laughs> if you think the hands were a red flag, then maybe you're overreacting this week in camp, too. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I guess it, it just seems like one problem doesn't necessarily lead to the next. Like, I don't care how big your hands are if you're running for your life. I mean, are you running on all fours? <laughs> like, um, well, you know, there's uh, there's even darker corners uh -oh. of, of the Twitterverse. How about at CC from DeBerg? thoughts and prayers omg Steeler fans can be so obnoxious it's literally not in a week into camp and i see conspiracy theories that tomlin is mad that colbert drafted pickett over willis and that's why he's benched him for the season already touch grass weirdos mm. i haven't seen that i haven't seen that corner of um of of the conspiracy theory Th that feels like there's and i think this speaks to something you kind of touched on at the beginning about the 75 percent of negative tweets is that you know it's for when you find these things and you get these tweets that you bring in every week i do feel like there are like depths 
there are like abyssal reaches that maybe you don't even necessarily go to. And that's where these things that are like so far beyond any potential reality dwell. The idea that, you know, uh, 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 that everything that there's this like dark conspiracy behind everything that, you know, we're trying to find some order in this universe by making everyone part of our own cosmic soap opera. But um, but yeah, I, I was glad to see the tweet ended with touch grass weirdos. That speaks well of uh, Cece. I think that uh, was it a Scientology thing. I don't know. Oh, no, right. no, no, I, no. Touch grass is always just like, please go outside. Oh, that's all it means. It, it is a phrase for like, you have been inside too much. You are online too much. Please touch grass. Oh, because I had some coworkers that says you need to actually touch grass to get the energy out. There's, there's a, I don't know. There's a there's earth energy. Wow. So yeah. And, yeah. But in this context, it means you, you need to go outside and touch grass, which the problem is that, you know, these are people that, that like the people that believe this conspiracy theory are probably at training camp. So they have touch grass physically and it has plenty of grass. All right. Don't smoke it, though. (laughs) At Big Rashad. This is Ahmad. Kenny Pickett is very likely to sit the bench this year and likely all season two. Get used to it. Uh, You know, that's if that's not a worst case scenario, is it? No, it's not a worst case scenario because that means that probably Mitch and or Mason are playing pretty well. So, uh, yeah, so it's not you're not rooting against Kenny if you don't want him to see him on the field yet. Right. Well, I mean, the idea would be that you, the Steelers fan, would be rooting for the team to win, to have the best quarterback to give them the best chance to win today. So presumably you would like that to be whoever it is. But uh, but yeah, if it ends up with Kenny sitting on the bench and the team is still good, that feels like a, a good price to pay. He can keep my tombstone or whatever. I'll take the W. Right, Kenny, you know, we'll take the W. You take the bench. Uh, <laughs> but the flip side to that is at the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi, mm-hmm. every Steelers fan should be cheering for Kenny Pickett to dominate every practice. He is the next franchise QB. Mason is a lame duck. Trubitsky on a two-year deal. Kenny is the most important player for the future success. Uh, is is every fan not rooting for Kenny? If, person not rooting for the future i i mean i i have come to appreciate that the filipponi's zeal for Pickett has taken on its own kind of like backdoor trolling but uh <laughs> i i do agree with that last sentence though i'm coming around to that that kenny might be the most important player for the future success of the team i would just very much underline that word future it, 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 I mean, it, Trubisky's on a two-year deal, yeah, but so that so that Pickett doesn't have to go out there and run for his life for like seventeen weeks. Okay, all right, all right. You're exactly right. Okay, coach agrees. Okay, uh, let's. You know, we got to move past Kenny eventually, but. <laughs> How about at Alicia Dawn? Alicia okay. Dawn. Me. Be patient with Kenny. It's only been three practices. Also me. Pickens, future Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> there has been a lot of that. <laughs> it's two sides of the same coin, right? Yes. You know, we're, we're, we're on one hand going, hey, don't worry about Kenny. Uh, don't worry about Mace. He won't really start. Don't worry. You know, and then we're like, oh, uh, you know, rookie of the year, George Pickens. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with that exact that same thing. And I know this hasn't been the case for all of them, but like multiple times I've seen a great George Pickens highlight and I'm like, wow. And then you find out who that guy covering him is. You're like, wow, who is that? That's not a guy that's going to be on this team come uh, 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 maybe second cut down day, let alone uh, walking into Paul Brown Stadium. Hey, that's going to be someone's story. Like, yeah, back in 2022, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, I almost got a pick off on uh, Kenny Pickett, right? At, uh, <laughs> right. I had Kenny Pickett running for his life, but then he managed to give it to Pickett. Yeah, dead to rights. If we could only tackle him back then, he was dead to rights. Okay, Deontay, we got it. Deontay Scott, we got it. Um, 
Okay, and then of course by the end, one just one last thing. Of course, by the end of the week mm-hmm. at B. Pryor, Brooke Pryor, Kenny Pickett looked like the best quarterback today. He just had a nice deep completion, yada yada. Okay, <laughs> uh, so you know, moving on, right? Well, no, I do want to say one last yeah. thing. You, you yeah. yada yada had a de- nice deep completion on the sideline to Stephen Sims. No, that's right. Right, whoever that is versus like you know the big receivers. <laughs> he wasn't throwing out there to Deontay and Fryermuth or even the other ones who have been running with those guys out like yeah or even you know we haven't heard too much about miles boykin we haven't heard mm-hmm. of the goat has been quiet cody white <laughs> uh, i think cody's been out there a bit when pickett is though you know what i mean like i think he's been on that team well you know don't look now but uh there's a mystery a brewing uh-oh qb22 where are you we've got some work to do now QB22, who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want gold and black? But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. That's right. A new player has entered the race for QB1. Or I guess he was always in the race, but now... uh, I guess he's Mr. Mojo Rising. That's right. (laughs) Mr. Mojo. Yeah, let's go to at Jim Wexel, insider James C. Wexel. Mm -hmm. Mason Rudolph just made an unbelievable 15-yard completion uh, to DT's bearing down the clear winner of week one. Uh, out of nowhere, the dark horse emerges. Mason Rudolph, the fans are, are furious. Uh, the ladies are loving it. Um, how should we feel? I mean, it's it's a good thing if Mace does good, right? Right, it's, it's a good thing if Mason does good. It, it's good for everyone. It, it's I, I have heard, I mean, just the things I've read, and of course I'm not there in Latrobe, so I have no idea how much this is true, is that, you know, Mace isn't always out there against the bigs the bigs on uh, uh the defense but i mean it's it's but anytime someone plays well that's good that's not bad when someone plays well and the thing that that's the whole point of this is to play well is there a real conspiracy maybe may slipped a couple uh maybe a couple fins to mr uh, tj watt and said hey you know don't uh don't say my name and uh <laughs> And, you know, make me look good at this camp and, uh, you know, I'll make you look good on, uh, you know. I mean, I've, it, that, that sounds just as good as the conspiracy theory about Tomlin benching a player because someone else wasn't drafted three months ago. Like, um, well, you know, he's not just winning over uh, Jim's Wexel. Okay. At Pro Football Talk, Pro Football Talk, OC Matt Canada says Mason Rudolph has a great shot at winning Steelers quarterback job. Now, great shot on on a on a scale of one to a hundred. Great shot sounds to me over fifty percent. I mean, it, it, great shot sounds to me like an opportunity. It sounds like the bare minimum of what you can say that somebody could still get a job. I mean, it. You know what I mean? You can't you can't say like, yeah, we're looking at it. You say he has a great shot. So great shot doesn't uh, you've nothing. There's nothing more to read into uh, a great shot. I, I don't think you can read it. I, I mean, maybe it's me and and the way I'm semantically reading great shot. Because if it, it was all things equal, three man race, thirty three and a third percent chance of winning quarterback is it, is a bleak. That's bleak to me. That's see, less than, I see. I see that as a great shot. You see that as see, a great and shot. I think that's what I'm saying. I think this is just a semantic thing. That might just be me. I see. Yeah, thirty three percent is a great shot. I see anything like above twenty as a great shot. And, because that, because you're still in control. 
I mean, you okay. still have some chance to do it. I see a great shot as, um, you know, you have agency. You okay. have the opportunity to win this. At, uh, I, I See, I saw this as the bare minimum, you could say. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong about that. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see in the first preseason we'll game. We'll see if I have a great shot of being correct about this. You know, yes. but also consider the source here, right? Because mm. fan base... Uh, Right, it's coming from Matt Canada mm-hmm. at Steelers six oh seven Steelers Nation. Matt Canada is the same guy that calls the stupidest plays on third downs. Canada, you don't get to decide who starts. Canada, you suck at your job. Hopefully, Coach Tomlin will pick the QB. Right? Is Tomlin going to save us from Canada ruining this offense by picking Mason? Okay. Well, maybe Canada's working with Tomlin and against Colbert, and the idea is that Tomlin's benching picket because of Willis so they're going to put Rudolph in to start over Trubisky since that was Colbert's signing how about that conspiracy so it's a double screw job that's what I'm thinking it's like a double triple I think that's it's three people that makes it triple that makes it a great shot at being a really good conspiracy this is some Mr. McMahon type stuff <laughs> Um, I, I mean, but again, and, and this shows the appeal of a conspiracy theory, though, because that's so much more dramatic than reality. Like, imagine how much like glaring that would entail at work. Well, let's get one more theory here. Mm-hmm. At Tom Roper, 87, Thomas Roper. This very much suggests the Steelers are planning on shopping Rudolph. You are quite obviously not planning on starting him over a vet with more upside. You are paying $7.5 million to Trubisky and a first-round draft pick. This is called window dressing, people. Or, uh, you know, what's that? If you if you can't, you put lipstick on a pig, it's still uh, a QB? What? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you put lipstick. I mean, I, I, I was going to say, I don't know if you put lipstick on a pig and then you sell that pig to someone else. I mean, that seems a bit far. But anyway, this is as far as I can go in believing an actual... Uh, conspiracy and this isn't even a conspiracy i i think it's you know i i think i take them at their word that they don't know so they're giving everyone a chance and this is one more uh bet that could pay off that didn't cost a lot of money i think if someone blows them away for a deal with mason they'll consider trading him but i really think everyone kind of got scarred by duck in 2019 and it's going to take a lot for them to get rid of uh, uh mason and haven't the qbs all kind of fallen into play barring injuries in camp at this point you know all the, the i mean there's still a jimmy Garoppolo question I get there but all the quarterbacks kind of falling into place uh uh you know, a fifth round pick, I wouldn't deal Mason for a fifth. Especially, I wouldn't either. especially if he's speaking, if he's if his yeah. decision making is getting better, uh, if his if, if if it's getting slow, if the game is getting slower, all the more reason to keep him on the team. Right. I mean, just, and just think about that uh, that reasoning. He's really coming along. We're going to trade him for a fifth round pick. Right. <laughs> yeah. The math. It's uh. You know, I'm I'm no uh, I'm no physicist, but the math doesn't add up here. Right. You know, I'm I'm always uh. We're always trying to get eight pounds in a five pound bag. Right. The math doesn't. <laughs> add up there oh hey wait we got well we got to briefly touch on oh we're gonna go long always we didn't even get to okay well, let's bri- <laughs> we're gonna briefly touch on mitch because okay. you know because sh- the mitch news came in and the chicago fans were weighing in uh <laughs> this is all the way from chicago at danny burke five danny burke welcome to the trubisky era pittsburgh okay because as c adam minsky trib chris adamansky uh, tweets another 04 Mitch Trubisky in seven shots might be on a 14 play personal scoreless streak. Uh, the, the the athletic headline from Mark Abali, Mitch hasn't really been sharp with first team reps. You know, it, it took until uh, Wednesday, I think, for him to 
finally make a completion in seven shots. Well, but, I believe it. But, you know, if, we're, if, if we can't overreact on Kenny or Mason, uh, are we going to give Mitch the same leeway? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no one is ever getting leeway. That is the one thing. I, I, I think, yeah, the, the only time anyone ever got leeway was like Ben in the Dallas game his rookie year. That was as close as anyone ever got to leeway. Um, No, I mean, it's, it's, it's ironic because, uh, like, it, let's say you do absolutely. It, you kind of almost have to pick one thing to overreact to here. Like, if you overreact to Mitch going over whatever in seven shots, you can't be like, well, you can't put Mason in there. Like, you, you, you know, or it's Pickett's running for his life, but Mitch is terrible. Like, you kind of have to pick what you are and aren't going to overreact Right, to. you need to choose your warrior. There's, yeah. uh, you can, yeah, you, you can. You choose your overreaction. <laughs> Finish it. Right? <laughs> only, it's like F, Mary kill. You can yes. only choose one. and, and Right, it's, yeah. And so I would... Because uh, you're definitely worried about being intellectually consistent here in the right? Steelers fandom Twitter. Okay, we're, you know, it's already looking like we're going to head to OT on the show. <laughs> we... We got it in the first half. We got to talk about the other main issue, and that is DJ's holding. Mm. Uh, uh, let's let's start with uh, let's start, let's start with the orca, Mark Madden. Training camp hold in accomplishes nothing for Steelers Deontay Johnson. Now, in the past, wasn't partly the hold in was to prevent serious injury in a, in a in a in an unimportant part of the season yeah I, I mean a couple things i understand the idea that dj is going to be the number one receiver so you'd want him to work with the new quarterback whoever it might be but by the same token ah eh, dj doesn't need all that much training camp the guy's got it figured out so yeah i'm fine with him holding in again this would be different if he were at home and filming videos of himself doing sit-ups or something but that's not what's happening he's there i mean it made news that he put on cleats <laughs> he wore his shoes like that so that this is fine everyone's watching like oh he came down with pads he's well right. he wore his his, uh, his, his 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 uh his playing cleats he's, yeah he's, he's gonna these, get dressed to stand on the sidelines these aren't the amazing. practice cleats yeah right 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 <laughs> look at his feet look at his shoes yeah um well you know let's let's go to the insiders okay at Jerry Dulac, Jerry Dulac, Steelers and Deontay Johnson remain miles apart in contract talks. Miles apart. Now, if that's reality, if it's if it's so far and and uh, you know it's beyond hope to get a deal done, wouldn't you? Why would someone like Omar Khan come out and say we want DJ here, we want him here? Wouldn't you want to maybe not? Talk, if you're like, oh gosh, we can't get this deal done. I don't even want to bring it up to the press. Why would he hold this press conference? Well, a couple things is that one, I, I take them at their word. They do want a deal with DJ done. I hope. And, uh, but and two, if you do say, oh, we can't get something done, then there's no way you can trade or remove him or nothing because then people know that you're going to get rid of him. So I mean, it's it's that kind of tanks the market for that. But I do believe they want to trade him, and I also believe I've heard many times over the years how they remain miles apart in contact contract talks up until the very moment they don't up until someone yeah. how many times have you seen the dude pose with the pen and the contract like right before getting on the plane like it <laughs> how i mean that is that's a mainstay of steelers twitter the uh, uh pre con pre-plane contract picture yeah, right before uh, you know the last preseason game or something. Mm -hmm. um, we got you know we got about a month to get this done. Um, you know, but people want to see him out there practicing. Uh, you know, it, it, with with TJ, it was you know don't don't want to see him get hurt. Don't want to see him get hurt. With Deontay, it's you know he's got to be out there practicing. Here's uh, <laughs> at Kevin Adams twenty six. Kevin Adams, Deontay Johnson might not want to take too many practice off and let Pickens keep eating like today. Doesn't exactly make the team want to rush to pay you if there's a chance they got someone else coming up to replace you. Um, you know, but 
Look at history. Rookies don't. No rookie has come in and, and supplanted uh, a starter like that. No, I mean it, it, it's and Pickens certainly seems like he can be very good as a rookie. But I mean it's it's no, there, there's no way they're running the majority of the offense, particularly with a new quarterback, whoever it is, as uh, a rookie, no matter how talented. And in in Steeler Nation is all about it for the sticking point for Steeler Nation it's all about not paying him too much mm-hmm. you know it's like oh yeah we want him but you can't pay him too much you can't pay him you know uh at first it was like well it's got to be like 15 million and then these contracts kept going up and up well you know we we can't pay him more than 18 million and well uh you know uh all these con- are like 20 million 21 million here's um at KD Pomp, Bob Pompiani, Deontay Johnson has been more productive than both Samuel and Terry McLaurin, who has 222 career catches and 16 touchdowns. If you if you want him to stick around a long time, you got to pay him the market. You can't try to undercut him 20% from what the market is. And then, like, if you want to be a stealer, you got to take 20%, 15% less than these other players. Right, it's going to be tough. Why? You can't root for him during the season, but not during payday, you know? <laughs> I don't I don't understand that. Like, uh, why? We, I talk about this every week. You know, why are we rooting for him to make less than everyone? Uh, we, you know, and you say, well, it's because then we can't buy someone else. Why? We can't buy a Marcus Allen? Well, I think, I think, I, I didn't say me specifically. I think people do get afraid when they see the bigger numbers. And I think something that kind of occurred to me while you were talking about this, while I'm looking at that, I think part, another reason that the fan base worries about paying Deontay too much is that I don't know if this is necessarily his playing style or the teams that he's been on the last so many years or just having even, you know, played on the team with Mason and Duck. But like, there's never been a feeling that like you see Deontay take over a game. You don't. It's not like it was with AB, and I, and I look, and AB is an all-time talent. You don't deserve to be compared to that. But even like, you know, whereas you've seen that with like DK Metcalf, and you know, I I, I don't watch much 49ers at all, mercifully, but I've heard that the Samuel guy can be a real beast, and McLaurin, I I think the world of, but only because I know he's the one quarter, he's the one wide receiver that has, from DJ's class that has a lot of talent that's maybe played with even worse quarterbacks than uh, DJ has, and I think that's where a lot of this comes from is that they don't know if DJ can put the team on his back and just kind of win a whole game well the only person who has is uh ben roethlisberger or tj right. watt you know no there hasn't really been opportunities um you know maybe ab during when ben was out uh right. you know someone who had to put the you know put the team on their shoulders but even like when that. he was in i mean how many games do you remember where like it'd be you know the games against the packers and the ravens where there was a lot of like okay we're just throwing some ridiculous past ab that he's going to catch and i think that's part of where fear this fear comes in with the fan base and djs you haven't seen that from dj yet necessarily well i think that uh the the point that people aren't realizing is from at mike in illinois optimistic pirates fan in illinois uh, if the Steelers were ever to pay a huge sum to a wideout, now is the time. They have Pickett on a rookie contract. You have to pay other players uh, for the next four to five years until you you can pay other players for the next four to five years until you have to pay the QB. Now is the window before Najee, before um, Firemouth. Firemouth, before Kenny. Uh, you know, now is that window where you know you can pay a wideout twenty million. I no, I actually agree with that. I mean, that's that's that whole. What, what isn't that what Tomlin said in the pivot? Or I feel like I've heard him say it somewhere else about the. There's been a distribution of money, so there has to be an equal distribution of uh, playmaking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a uh, that's a good point. Right. Okay. Let's uh, the final point on this. Let's go to our own. BT Steel Curtain. 
BTSC Steelers, what would you do with Deontay, the poll? Extend him, 30.6%. Trade him, 29.8%. Tag him, which is going to be about $19 million, 27%. Let him walk in free agency next year, 12.6%. It's basically a three-way tie. I see that. I, I'd be fine with any of these, but trade him. I think you trade him for picks, and that sends a message to the rest of the team that we're giving up. I, 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 I don't like that. What kind of pick, you know, you would have to, you know. Ha- even if you're only getting a second. I mean, even if you get a second, that's, that's again, that's a sign that, well, we're rebuilding. We'll come back next year. Another quarterback. Doo, doo, doo. No, no, no. I, I I think that sends a terrible message. I mean, that would be, that would become, uh, you know, that would become one of those volunteers, not hostages situation. But I, but yeah. we've never seen that type of attitude from DJ. No. I mean, it's, it's again, I mean, we made the joke about the shoes and the shoulder pads, but that's not nothing. Like, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I You've never heard anything remotely like that with Deontay Johnson. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll leave that for another week. We've got to get to our halftime, which uh, maybe we'll say it's a little more than halftime. We'll, we'll try not to go all the way uh, far into the, uh, into, you know, in the second half. But, uh, you know, we'll talk about the Hall of Honor. We'll talk about some uh, just some random things around camp that we didn't get to. Uh, you know, stay tuned for the second half on behind the steel curtain podcast network please enjoy these sponsors with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raise your brain. You got it. Raise your brain. You want it. You got confidence. Secure. Feeling confident? Raise your brand. Got $150 million? Raise your brand. Need AI solutions to carbon-based insurance problems? Raise your brand and reach for AcraShore. Confidence, confidence, tried and secure. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AcraShore. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AcraShore. Welcome to the second half of What Jin's Talking About, brought to you by our partners at AcraShore, AI insurance solutions for human ba- uh, I mean, carbon-based problems. Uh, this week, AcraShore has a deal on fantasy football insurance. Uh, the, uh, AcraShore wants you to let the computer auto-pick this year. Trust the algorithm uh, at AcraShore. Trust the algorithm. Obey, obey, <laughs> obey. All right. Uh, we promised a little more camp news, some uh, oh, some good. some odds and ends. You know, there, there it, it's like that that time of the year when the national media is like chirping from all angles. There was mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of the national media weighing in on Steeler Nation, but I, it's just so much squawk. I couldn't get to it all. Let's, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of put a little uh, montage together of all the things just to, well, just kind of briefly because you know sure. some some people were mad that like nine seven and one made the playoffs. Like what a crappy team. Like what? Like that, you know that's a <laughs> good thing you know right, right or some people complaining that we're celebrating the immaculate reception anniversary i don't know just just take a listen there's a lot going on okay. 
Pittsburgh Steelers fan base is quite interesting. Sometimes I think they live in a time warp. But do they still think Eddie Murphy is the top billing comedian? You don't have no eyes. And are they quoting like Back to the Future quotes? Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? You do not beat star quarterbacks in playoff games. Steeler fans, however, demand that you respect them like it's the 70s. It'll be about 9, 7, and 1. They'll be pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh-huh. 9, 7, and 1. Not good enough to win the Super Bowl. Pretty good. Won't beat elite quarterbacks in the playoffs. Pretty good. Uh-huh. 9, 7, and 1. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, pretty good. Not buttoned up enough to win a Super Bowl. That's pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I just wonder if Mitch Trubisky or if Kenny Pickett is ready or if any of these quarterbacks are able to actually take the Steelers to a place. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Big Ben was holding this team back in many ways. Nine, seven, and one. Mitch Trubisky is a dark horse MVP candidate. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Mitch Trubisky steps up. Mike Tomlin, he never loses. MVP, MVP is only next. It's only right. Nine, seven, and one. Every year, there's always a quarterback in camp that just emerges. I have this weird feeling, Heather, that Kenny Pickett could be that guy. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. There's a, there's a real possibility that Mason Rudolph could be the guy under center week one. Now, Mays be the man when the season's going good. I've always included Mason Rudolph as a serious contender. Mason has looked terrific. Mr. Mojo Rising. <laughs> they still got Mike Tomlin? Yeah, this team can make the playoffs and they can win playoff games. I'm buying into the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I can't dismiss the Pittsburgh Steelers as a true contender. Sometimes I think they live in a time warp. Time warp. The Steelers and the Raiders. Time warp. In Pittsburgh. Time warp. Playing 50 years and one day after the Immaculate Reception game. Sometimes I think they live in a time warp. Are you calling butthead? Butthead. Four men of steel added to the Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Honor. Time warp. Guy stuck on a freeway commuter traffic. He finally gets home. He pets the dog who's jumping all over him. He kisses his wife. He frisks the kids for marijuana. And then they eat dinner. Sometimes I think they live in a time warp. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? On the outside, I think people aren't quite sure what to make of the Steelers this mm-hmm. season going in. <laughs> Nine, seven, and one. Are the Steelers the sleeper team Ooh. in the AFC? Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. If you are sleeping on the Steelers, like you're not paying attention. <laughs> Nine, seven, and one. I think the Steelers lost a Hall of Fame quarterback and upgraded this year to Mitch Trubisky. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. You see the logo, you see the head coach, and you're like, they'll be fine one way or another. <laughs> Nine, seven, and one. If you're thinking the Steelers are going to be like, ah, I'll just try to rehash it and maybe go seven and ten this year. That's just not what they do. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Really, all I'd say is in Mike Tomlin, I trust because yeah. Yeah. He, he can work one. That's the stuff they're talking about in sports. That's the stuff when we are playing in shorts. All right, uh, so that cool. was a that was a quick national wrap up. Mm. Uh, let's we've got a few more camp things to get to. Let's try. Let's see if we can get through any of these. Okay. Uh, we'll start with our reigning 
fan of the year at rickfish412 rickfish i know it's only been a few days of training camp but i've seen all i need to see steelers will have the number one defense in the nfl you know is a lot of fans are really hyped on the defense based on uh highlights from about 100 yards away um we're still the reigning worst run defense yes. in franchise history oh yeah but i also don't think that's crazy because they added in it's it's not it's not just you know the clips of these guys from 100 yards away it's the guys in the clips from 100 yards away many of which are new and or healthy so i mean i the number one defense in the nfl that's steep but a very competent one one that could be in the top 10 um i think that's that should be expected we can't speculate All right. Okay. So, all right, regulators. Uh, uh, We got a couple camp darlings out there. We'll go to, well, you know, we'll start at uh, Alex Tesora. Man, I know it's early. Robinson has really stuck out. Doesn't look like a raw player to me. Love the intensity. Uh, I I know our own Shannon White has been uh, been pushing for Robinson. You know, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen him yet, but all signs pointing towards good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, this, he looks like an early contender for the uh, ridiculous can we stash him on the practice squad argument in a month. (laughs) Okay, well. Let's go to our own at Vinny Vitti Vici 98, Vince Williams. Connor Hayward is looking very juju-like. Um, what, what does that mean? Does that mean that he's the kind of guy who's going to give his heart into everything, or he's the kind of guy who's going to dance on a logo? Well, I, 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 I'm I, assuming the former. I don't know. I, I, I do think the body type is a little bit different, but I still imagine a big man like Connor Hayward can uh, dance quite well. But <laughs> um, but I, I, I imagine that's in terms of, like, this is a guy that can catch the ball and also has no problem, like, running through you too. I don't know if Connor Hayward's a I'm gonna outrun three dudes for 99 yards kind of guy, but maybe he is. Is he? Uh, is he? I'm gonna dive into the scrum for a loose ball. Uh, I see. I think I actually do think that. I think right. that's part of you know. It's it's again. It's just someone who's grown up with this their whole lives. I mean, how many times did you see a story about Connor in the locker room when he was like four or something? I mean, that's you know. That's gonna be. I think more what the judgment is gonna be not yeah. whether or not he's gonna run break some 20 yard run, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but whether he can you know. Uh, go hit a lineman on on that jet sweep. You yes, know, gonna- <laughs> I think that's exactly right. Um, okay, well, whoa, another camp, darling. We'll go to at Carter critiques Christopher Carter. More and more to like about backup running back Jalen Warren. Mm. Jalen Warren, the talk in the running back room, cousin of Willie Parker. I heard that this morning. That blew my mind. Like it's it's, and even he's playing the same position. Guy that really comes <laughs> on during training camp. That it takes a while to find some way to use him. Not the same size though. Uh, Miles no. Jack calls him Maurice Jones Drew. Mm. So which uh, is a sign he's as tall as your mother's basset hound. <laughs> yeah, with the same leg size yes. as mm. your basset hound. Mm. Um. All right, well, uh, how about we'll go back to at Round 32 Josh Roundtree asked Alex Highsmith what players have impressed him in camp so far. His answer, George Pickens and Dan Moore Jr. Mm. Uh, he also, he asked TJ Watt the same question. First player, he mentioned Devin Bush. Wow. Haven't heard too much about Devin Bush uh, this camp. but Which might be a good thing. <laughs> I mean, seriously, which might mean if he's just, if they're quiet about it, maybe he's playing well. It, um, no, and I also, I mean, and again, I'm obviously everyone's rooting for Devin Bush to succeed and all that. But if Devin Bush wasn't doing well, do you really think TJ would be the kind of person to throw his name out unbidden? You don't think he would have said like Alex Highsmith? Or like uh, someone, you know, or uh, 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 George yeah. Pickens. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's an easy answer. Instead, he mentioned Devin Bush and I take him at his word. He means it. Um, you know, everyone wants to talk about George Pickens on the field, but at 
Farabaugh FB, Nick Farabaugh, George Pickens says he's a real prankster and is planning pranks for the entirety of training camp. There are also no bounds on who the rookie, uh, standout rookie will prank. I don't care if it's Antonio Brown. I'm a prankster. I love to prank everybody. I haven't heard anything about the pranks yet. I, I haven't, and I, I, I personally abhor pranking. <laughs> but, it, it, but I, I mean, I, I, when I read, when I heard that, all I could think of was just like somebody's there in camp, and it's very late at night, and they're in bed, and they look over, and Pickens is just like making that pose from the draft picture, but like paranormal <laughs> activity, like just standing by the side of the bed with that pose. And maybe, this is us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got one of those things there, and he's just standing, you know. It, and you meant us, not this is us, right? Oh, us. Okay, that's Which, a this big, is big difference between this is us and us. That is very. This is us. Very strong Steelers connection. Oh, us, yeah, not yeah. us does not. It's no, yeah, this is us is Mandy Moore. Us <laughs> and Milo announcing Steelers picks at Heinz yeah. Field or Agriculture Stadium versus us. There's Jordan no, Peele. Yeah, there's no Steelers fandom in us. Thankfully, <laughs> no. Us is re- me reading Steelers Twitter every day. Oh, there's a there's a there's a world underneath our own <laughs> sorry no spoilers no spoilers um oh we got to talk about this if we're talking camp we mm-hmm. got to talk about at jerry dulac how clutch is chris boswell he's converted mm-hmm. 61 of 67 regular season field goals in december and january that's 89.95 percent never missed an attempt in the postseason 16 for 16 a 91.5 conversion rate during the most significant and coldest part of the season $20 million, uh, Chris Boswell, kicker. I mean, he's been with the team what, for like seven years now, so that'll, mm-hmm. that's going to put him like 10 to 12 years with the team if he finishes that contract. It is, and something I always think of when I think of Boswell is like how great he's been and how like they found him at a tryout because another guy failed. Like It just shows how hard it is to get one of these jobs. I mean, use it as an inspirational story in your own life if you've been passed over for some. 32 teams could assign Chris Boswell. And all of them passed on him at some point or another. I think I was rooting at the time for that during that time was uh, wasn't Randy Bullock the bigger the bigger kicker? Oh yeah, wasn't yeah, the guy, right. Randy Bullock that looks like a guy you would see at a bar was there. I think he was. He might have been. He either brought him. I don't know if he was in the same tryout, but he was in around that same time as like another dude that was getting a look at. Um, and Boswell uh, had that he had a bad season mm-hmm. and came back after that. We stuck with him. Yeah, uh, you know, gave him the bag as they say. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find too many people complaining about that. Although maybe uh, at Cabrian Hayes thirteen, Gavin four years for a kicker is insane unless it's Justin Tucker. But uh, Boswell's making he's making a run for. Greatest Steeler kicker of all time. Yes, uh, certainly most accurate. And also to be clear, this is just some dude. It's not actually Cabrian Hayes, the Bi- Pirates third no, 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 base. No, it's, no, it's, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's that would be weird if he was hating on players. If he was a big Justin Tucker fan. <laughs> Although, hey, you know, you, hey, if you're going to root for anyone over a Steeler, maybe right, Justin yeah, Tucker. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the greatest ever. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, just a little. Uh, just let's just touch on this briefly because there are some still people out there trying to fire Colbert. Didn't realize that uh, he's not with them anymore. Uh, uh, all because we'll go back to at Jerry Dulac, Jerry Dulac, after saying last week that he didn't like playing center in 2021, Kendrick Green said today that he shouldn't have said that. It wasn't I didn't like it. I just preferred guard. I wasn't awful. I didn't hate it. Yeah. You know, Green came out and said, yeah, you know, no, I remember. So I didn't I like playing center. Yeah. No. no crap. Because you were uh, you, what like all of like 22 years old, uh, undersized, playing a position for the first time uh, and just getting 
you know, moving train. You were you weren't driving the moving train. You were like, uh, like Charlie oh, Chaplin yeah, style, on. right? Yeah. Exactly. And I I'd like to go. I agree with that. And I also agree to point out. You know, the man was 22, and imagine someone asking you about something you didn't like about your job at 22, and how <laughs> easy it would be to say something you'd regret. You really sucked last year, right? You must have not liked that. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. horrible, dude. It was real bad. Yeah. Like, I hated it. And then you have to be like, wait a minute. I, I can't trust anyone I talk to. You know, to. and people wanted to put blame. You know, I'll go to uh, at Michael Beck 56. Michael Beck, you know, this is on Colbert for drafting a guy to take over for to take over for Pouncey, who didn't want to play center and had minimal experience. There, there was a blame here like, oh, yeah, man, Colbert blew it or, you know, Coaches couldn't figure it out. It was a coaching failure. Uh, why? Why do we want to assign blame? Yeah, I don't remember in other years past, like you know, like assigning blame on a rookie campaign like we had last year. Well, I think uh, it, it, th- this comes back to Friermuth versus Creed Humphreys. And Creed Humphreys, who I think was all pro, all pro, or at least a pro bowler in his rookie year. And yeah, I, yeah. This is this th- this is the extension of that argument. Well, I mean, you know, people want to say that last season was a, f- a failure, yeah, may- maybe by uh, standards of 32 centers across the league. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was the 32nd or so, but, but you had a rookie played almost every game, you know, mm-hmm. um, and didn't, yeah, we had a crappy running game, but hey, we went to the playoffs. We were uh, a win for, a, if we had a beat Cincinnati, we had been the division winner, you yeah, know? Which is weird. And, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. No one complains about Dan Moore Jr. I mean, if, if he turns out to be uh, a, a starter for the for the rest of time, mm-hmm. uh, are we even going to care if uh, how big of a miss Kendrick Green was? I don't. I don't well, I, don't. I mean, and also, and Kendrick Green could land at guard. Him and Dotson will fight it out. It's. Um, I mean, certainly you'd like to get you know as much as possible out of a third round pick, but um, but yeah, I mean, having him start at center did feel ambitious. At uh, you know, and it's it's and and the jury's not totally still out about that yet, but it didn't work out optimally so far. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't an optimal situation. Right. You know, we had retirements and injuries all at and once. Yeah. everything. And, and the Castro foot thing, if that doesn't happen, then this all changes a bit, too. Yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. uh, and just, the, you know, in the Ben offense we have last year, you know, mm-hmm. come on, everything. Okay, we got to, all right, we're, let's let's uh, let's move on to, we got to talk quickly about the Hall of Honor. Okay. You know, Tom, a rare Coach Tomlin tweet. Coach Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, congrats to the four men selected for the Hall of Honor. Myron Cope, Sam Davis, Ray Matthews, Heath Miller. I had the pleasure and honor of coaching Heath. I couldn't be happier for them. Uh, I couldn't believe Cope. When I, when I first read this, I was like, how is Cope not already in there? Couldn't believe that. Right. That does seem like that would have been, even if you'd wanted to call it like the Myron Cope Hall of Honor. Like that's yeah, a real something right. and you could do initially. At, um, I did do a double take. I had to think about it for a second. I'm like, right. Yeah, no. Cope never called a Tomlin game. Never. Right. Because it was Ben's rookie year, right? That was the last Cope year, wasn't wow. it? Wow. Yeah. So Tallinn missed out on that. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Davis with the comeback. You remember Sam Davis? We were just talking about him because he was on the 50th anniversary team mm-hmm. and then got demoted right. for the 75th exactly. anniversary. His, his, yes, his play was assessed to be lagging in the next quarter century. <laughs> so this is a little uh, redemption yes. for, for Sam Davis. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, not really. no one really talking about the snubs except me and <laughs> at the Steelers in that. Steelers in that. Good candidates. 
uh, from the 2000 teams, James Harrison, Aaron Smith, Casey Hampton, Joey Porter, Brett Kiesel, Lawrence Timmons, mm. uh, good candidates from the 90s, not in yet, Jason Gildon, LaVon Kirkland. Yeah. Uh, you, n- no one's talking yet. Dick LeBeau is still not in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know there's no assistant coaches yet or coordinators, but I think that we could. Yeah, but it. yeah, I think these are, I, I, I don't see any of these as being long term issues. These are all going to get taken care of in uh, marketing campaigns to come. You just, I just, you just would hope to honor LeBeau while he's still around. Oh, you know? certainly. That That's one if you can get to as, as soon as possible. And, Makes sense. you know, what about the 08 defense? Or, you know, is it, are we coming up on next year will be 15th anniversary? Anniversary of that, mm-hmm. you know, I you hate to see people like, well, Debo you could put in, but you know, Aaron Smith or Casey Hampton before Joey Porter, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's these are all things that will get taken care of eventually. At um, and you can wait on Harrison too; he's not going anywhere. But it, uh, but yeah, yeah, it um, that is uh, okay. You you willing to wait on Debo? Yeah, little? I mean, I I remember getting on the plane to go see the Patriots at uh, to play for the Pats. Okay, I remember okay. all those days, so he can yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, geez. It looks like. Uh oh, I, I see the band coming out. <laughs> It's time for Come From Behind. Uh, the Renegades playing. We've got, uh, let's put, uh, we're, we're in overtime. It's overtime. Next score wins. Okay. Uh, let's go to, I don't even want to talk about Deshaun Watson. I let's, don't either. Let's go to at Scott Mervis, PG, mm. Scott Mervis from uh, Post-Gazette. Rage Against the Machine did more than just play a killer show here Friday night. Picture with Franco Harris, Hall of Fame. Wow. Uh, you know, some, yeah, some pretty boys go to the Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs> you know, they do their hair up and get a, get a selfie with the with the star backstage. You maybe go to the owner's box. <laughs> you know, Kenny and, and Chris Oladokun mm-hmm. maybe go to, the, uh, go to the, the private luxury boxes. But some people, they're in the pits. Rage Against the Machine. Franco. I didn't think of Franco as a rage uh, fan. I didn't either. I just, but I've been sitting here wondering thinking how wonderful it is to see Franco scream at the top of his lungs, "Bulls on parade." <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I think everyone knows. I mean, I, first I'm thinking, wait a minute, is Franco? Am, am, am I closer to the Franco generation being a rage fan? I, do kids today would Kenny or Mace even go to a rage concert? Well, I think some of the rage songs. I mean, I picked "Bulls on Parade" because that's probably my favorite. But like, I don't. There's no generation that's unaware of "Killing in the Name of." Okay, like all right. I mean, I think that's one of the songs that kind of transcends, and also that's one that kind of unfortunately always is kind of going to be relevant yeah. and played somewhere. You know what I mean? I, I guarantee you, all of the Steelers at the Kenny Chesney concert. No of killing in the name of. All right, no one is. Um, this isn't like a, the the classic rock concert now. This isn't no, like the I, oldies show. No, although it, it, it does always kind of seem that like Rage Against the Machine only tours together when like it's been a few years and they're really looking for the money. I mean, these guys clear. I mean, I look. I listen to Tom Morello's show weekly on Sirius. I'm a fan, and I've had a couple Rage albums, but it. Uh, but yeah, I think it's only we're going to make money every now and then. I mean, it's that said. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Franklin was there doing like People of the Sun and Down Rodeo. Like maybe he's like deep in the catalog. You like, accusing Rage of uh, going after the bag there? No, okay. I, I, think, I think Rage has earned it. I think, well, just because everything that came after them made the same music and they were far worse. Well, like, I, you know, and Franco was there because they did raise 167000 wow. for two charities. Um, wow. And one was like, you know, Black Farmers uh, okay. in Pittsburgh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, I can't remember the neighborhood, but well, uh, but they raised. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, but you know, just uh, you know, you're not going to see Ben at the Rage show. I no, guess. I, I mean, that, that, it's, <laughs> I, yeah, that'd be weird. That'd be a lot. But Franco, man, I don't know. Franco's in the middle of the paint. We we always think of Franco as avoiding contact, but man, he's there. Not in the- when he played. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, let's do this quick. I don't even know what this means, but. At Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers, we have hired David Morehouse as senior advisor to the president. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh uh, guy that did a great job with the Penguins. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it is he did, but he did a great job with it. I've been told. And he's gonna—he's no—he's not even doing on-the-field stuff. This is going to be more like community outreach and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny the title. You know, it's like oh, assistant president. No, no, assistant to the president. <laughs> he's like the Dwight. Uh, Schwarp of, of I guess, the, but also senior advisor to the president sounds like uh, uh, the secretary of education for the Steelers. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> a cabinet level position in the Steelers uh, hierarchy. He's in there whispering in his ear. Uh, Deontay doesn't deserve more than eighteen million. Um, tell Omar no more than eighteen million. That's what we did when we didn't resign Billy Garrett back in two thousand eleven. <laughs> um, but let's give the final word. To BTCS's own J Hartman underscore Pitt Jeff Hartman, Big Ben with the tailing fastball mm. while Franco was you know in the pit at rage. Big Ben throwing the first pitch and hey you know wasn't an embarrassment. You wondered with that arm is he gonna get it to the to the plate or not? But it well you know it looked like it did, did, did the deed. Oh I'm sure and it's and I'm sure it's also a completely different throwing motion and all that. It uh, I, I in a weird way I don't know if it's a question of scheduling but part of me is like wow what restraint by the Pirates to wait until like late July. To have Roethlisberger throw out the first pitch to try and get people to come and see this team. <laughs> not just like every day. Right, man, exactly. like like, every Let's do day. this as soon as possible. We're not thinking about tomorrow. Get Ben out here. They're like, wait, 17,000 tickets sold to Latrobe? Uh, <laughs> all right, Ben, can you come out here? And, right. uh, <laughs> and it's also, they were playing the Marlins, right? So it's not even like you're getting, I mean, another team that's maybe marginally better than the Pirates, not a natural rival by any means, like, all right. Well, we've 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 exhausted uh, all avenues of camp talk and, and beyond. Uh, hopefully, this time next week we'll have some reviews on iTunes. I don't know. Hey. Maybe could you write some reviews or something? We do. All, we put all this work in, oh, so uh, much. and we just need you to like and write a review on iTunes or Amazon or Spotify or, or you could just write a review you don't even have to like write I mean, me a letter yeah, yeah. You, yeah can you send me a letter I'm uh, I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Kyle Christ where are you Greg oh uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram at Greg Benavent V as in Boy and E V as in Victor stay tuned coming up next on Behind the Steel Curtain the Steelers preview where okay. today the guys are going to be previewing the Pittsburgh Steelers hey. be the best selves that's going to be required stay in school Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.